0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Probably going to go for maybe another 10 minutes or so, if that's cool with you, Jarrett, Got some more questions from from the, the guys here in the chat. Andrew has another one. I wonder if Tosh will bring a lot of blitzes to speed Tyler Shuck up. Disrupting timing of air raid teams is essential, even if you have to leave holes by blitzing linebackers and occasionally DBs. I think that I want to see Oregon bring a lot of pressure, but it's not going to do a whole lot of good if that pressure can't get home. I think Dan Lanning was talking about this uh, earlier in the week, just about how you can be effective rushing the passer, affecting the quarterback rather, even if you don't get a sack just constantly being there and and taking it to them at the line of scrimmage. I think that this is the perfect opportunity for, for Dan Lanning to, to kind of display some how multiple his defense can be, just kind of giving some some interesting looks in that 4-2-5 defense. Um, maybe you let some of these speedy DBs kind of come and blitz, like Andrew's talking about here. But if they can disrupt Tyler Shuck's timing, I think that's going to go a long way in just kind of slowing him down and uh, just trying to lock up this Texas Tech offense.
2: Yeah, I mean, Shuck is a guy who likes to stay in the pocket. Um, that can be a blessing and a curse at the same time. Um, like I mentioned, he's really effective in the run game, but it's more of when it's like a designed run game. He's not going to be the kind of guy to to you know sprint out or you know extend the play and try to scramble out, especially like outside of the tackles. If he's going to find a hole, it's going to be up through the middle of the of the uh, the line of scrimmage, right? Um, I would expect maybe if Oregon brings a lot of blitzes, I think that would throw them off quite a bit. Um, I think you had some running backs miss some, some blitz assignments last week for tech. Um, and I think Oregon could maybe try to take advantage of that.
1: All right, there you go. There you go. Um, this is a fun one, um, from Zaheem Richards predicted stat line for Bo Nix versus Texas tech. We're talking completions, yards and touchdowns. I think Zaheem asked this question last week, if memory serves, before the Ducks played Portland State, and I was pretty darn close uh, to getting it right. So for this one, I think we do have to take a couple of different things into account, expecting Bo Nix to play the entire game. So that's probably going to result in more attempts, more yardage, and more touchdowns. Um, I, think, I think Oregon's going to have a good day on the ground. So I'm going to go with, 25 for 35 and uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say 315 yards and uh, I think three touchdowns again three through the air and one on the ground I think we definitely see more of Bo Nix on the ground this this week we didn't see him run the ball at all against Portland State so somebody needs to write that down for record keeping maybe I can remember it 25 for 35 315 yards and four total touchdowns what are we thinking here?
2: Let's see. Well, you mentioned you think he's going to have a lot a lot more opportunities on the ground. So I'm going to go a little bit less with the attempts than you did. Uh, I'm going to say 31 attempts. I think he's going to hit at a pretty good clip, though. Um, I think there's going to be some gaps there that I think he'd be able to take advantage of. Uh, let's say, what would you say, 25? I'll give him a couple more. I'll say like 27 uh, yards. Mm. But, man, I just have not seen a whole lot of Bonix play. You know, like, I haven't really watched him play a whole, whole lot. Um, I think he could have maybe another 300-yard game, something like that, or something pretty close to that effect, um, and still get those those touchdowns. Touchdowns? Let's go with two. I'll go with two touchdowns. I think he'll have two total. I think he'll have one through the air and one through the ground. I think what could end up happening is I think Oregon is going to rely on the run game quite a bit, and that's where you're going to see guys like uh, like Bucky Irving and Noah Whittington, getting those scores. And I think that's where a majority of their scoring is going to come from, is from the ground. Um, I think Bo Nix can get one on the ground too. I think he can get one through the air. I think as far as the scoring goes, the majority of it, I would expect it to be from the running backs.
1: All right, there you go. Good little uh, stat prediction there. Um, let's see, what do we have up here next? Uh, this one, that's the same one. From no quarter time mailbag question, what is Oregon's biggest weakness as a Texas Tech fan? Hashtag go Ducks. I mean, this one might be hard to answer because we didn't get to, you didn't get to see a whole lot of Oregon in week one, but you can give your answer and then I can try to weigh in on my end.
2: Hmm. I'm going to need to think about it for a little bit more. How about you go ahead and let me, let me hear yours first.
1: Sure. No, that's fair. Um, I think a lot of people, myself included, kind of looked at last year. um, I think the pass rush was probably the number one weakness in terms of, uh, they got some decent pressure at times, but they just weren't able to get home and bring down the quarterback for a sack. So I think getting pressure, generating sacks was an area they really struggled with. Um, I talked about the secondary being an issue last year, and I think that in the time since I've kind of talked to some people in the Oregon community and they were telling me, you know, as long as you don't give up really deep past plays, then it's, I think you kind of temper the expectations and lay off the secondary a little bit. Um, so I think I'm going to say for now I'm viewing it as a weakness until I know it's a strength. I'm going to talk about uh, the linebacker core for Oregon. If I had to give a guess, you know, I'm not trying to, to take a shot at those guys by any means, but I think that was a group that, that uh, definitely didn't play to the defense's standard last year. Um, the middle of the field was routinely left wide open, um, and, and the passing coverage from that group was definitely not where it needed to be. So I think if I had to choose, I'd say I'd say the uh, linebacking core for right now, kind of that second level of the defense.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I think I'm going to piggyback a little bit on your, your comments about the defensive backs group, um, just kind of looking at it from like a tech perspective. Um, which is how many playmakers Tech has at receiver and a tight end. Um, I think if the play calling is is more aggressive, like Kitley said, he wants to be this week, um, I think that could potentially pose an issue. Um, I'm also going to kind of go off of what you said a little bit earlier with them losing Christian Gonzalez. Um, that's a really big loss when you really think about it. Uh, when you look at it that way, they're still trying to find an alpha dog, like you mentioned earlier. Um, I think if Tech utilizes their playmakers this week, that could be a really big issue for Oregon is that defensive back group.
3: Are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment, and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: All right, there you go. I think this will be our last one of the day. It's just a little comment. Uh, P. Pile, his score prediction: forty-two to thirty-one, Oregon, but added Oregon always struggles against the air raid offense certainly wasn't a performance to write home about uh against Washington State last year I actually don't know if they're specifically air raid uh Washington State but um yeah they haven't done a great great job against teams that heavily favor the pass and and they're gonna have themselves a heck of a test in week two against Texas Tech
2: yeah and and I you know go back to the air raid thing a little bit like So Kitley is a student of Cliff Kingsbury and Cliff Kingsbury has been known to use the pass quite a bit. Um, I think, you know, they do have a lot of air raid concepts and they do have a lot of air raid ideas that they run in their offense. Um, But I don't, I think they want to use the the run game a little bit more than what an air raid would typically do. Um, You saw it with their two running backs last year, uh, Sir Roderick Thompson and Taj Brooks. Taj Brooks is back this year. But they did lose Sir Roderick Thompson, who's one of the leading rushers in school history. Um, they used the ground game a bit with Tyler Shuck. Um, I think they want to run the ball a little bit more than what people would think they would want to. Um, you kind of hear that Kittley was a student of of Kingsbury, and you automatically assume that they're gonna they're gonna function the same way. And you take a look at like what Kitley was able to do at Western Kentucky with Bailey Zappi and just the amount of yards and just the the havoc he was able to cause in the air. I think you'd be you'd be led to kind of believe that that's all Texas Tech would want to do. But I think they do want to run the run the ball um, a lot more than what people would give them credit for. It's how they won several games last year was by running the ball, being effective on the ground. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, they're going to give you a good mix, obviously, like you mentioned, how many times Tyler Shuck passed the ball the other night. They're going to throw the ball a lot. No question. But they're also going to run the ball, too.
1: All right. Last one. I'm going to say last one for the last time, but David has a good question here. Will Tyler Shuck play loose or tight? You got to think coming off of a a week one loss. That's obviously not where you want to start the season. And then you have all of the added pressure that people were talking about. And only Tyler Shuck knows how real that pressure is of going against your former team. I think he's obviously going to try to tone it down and make it not as big of a deal, but he only knows, you know, when he's going to be sitting in that locker room in Jones' AT&T, you know, just playing his pregame jams, whatever it is, only he's going to know how much pressure he's truly feeling. So, I don't know. We think he's going to play loose or maybe maybe a little tight.
2: Is uh, playing loose in the sense like just kind of going out and just
1: – Like relaxed.
2: Letting the game come to you. Yeah, I would expect more of that. Um, I think something that they've praised him a lot, especially over the off season was just his mental preparation. Um, the amount of times, the amount of time he spends watching film, how he's really composed as far as, you know, the way he carries himself um, on the field and in the locker room. I don't know necessarily if he views this as just another game. I would assume maybe he doesn't. Um, Cause I mean, it's going to have that storyline to it, right? We don't really know how he's feeling. We haven't gotten to talk to him this week, but I mean, We've heard it like we've heard it from several of the players and several of the uh several of the players going over the offseason like it's it's just another game, right? Like that's how they're going to try and treat it. That's how you know, we as the media may not look at it that way, but that's how they're going to try to treat it. Um, and I expect Tyler Shuck to be no different than that than that mentality.
1: Yeah, I think if Tyler Shuck were younger and hadn't played as much football as he had, I think you could definitely have a little bit more credence to the playing tight side of things, but that dude looks like a polished vet. Um, he looks like a grown man now. I think he's rocking a bit of a beard, which isn't really what he looked like at Oregon. Um, so that's a little bit of a difference. So I expect him to play loose. But hey, if that Oregon pass rush can get home, maybe, maybe a uh, you know that'll kind of change his his mental a little bit. But man, it's been great having you on here, Jared. Uh, before we send you on your way, uh, just let the people know where they can find more of you, the work you're doing, and and kind of the the what you got going on in this space.
2: So yeah, you'll mainly uh, find me over at redditorSports.com. It's the uh, it's one of the premium forum boards uh, brought to you by Rivals. Uh you can find my is what do you think, Twitter or X? What what are
1: you I, I still say Twitter.
2: I yeah, I'm still standing by Twitter. That's just what I uh, what I know. So you can find me on Twitter at JerretDramidas. Um you'll find me, I'll be, you know, I'll I'll uh, retweet some stuff. I'll put pop, put my articles on there and You'll see me interacting. I'm I'm usually try to stay pretty active, so that's where you'll find me at uh, redatorsports.com as well as my uh, my personal or my work Twitter, I guess. Uh, Jarrett Diamitos.
1: All right, make sure you guys tap in and follow Jarrett over on uh, those links to see all the great Texas Tech coverage that he's got going on. You'll you'll be at the game on Saturday, so that'll be a fun one. If you want to find more of me and the work that I have going on in this space. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at sports. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel here at Oregon Football Torres, and you can read all of my written work covering the Ducks on the recruiting trail and uh, on the gridiron uh, over on DucksDigest.com. Right now, my plan for games this week, I'm trying to head out to San Diego to see Achilles Smith Jr., 2025 Oregon quarterback commit. They face modern-day Catholic and then the headliner of the week for me is St. John Bosco against St. Francis Academy national powerhouse out of Baltimore, Maryland and home to two Oregon commits, uh, namely Michael Van Buren quarterback committed to the ducks. So that's a big test for them, but man, big, big, thank you to Jarrett for coming on and taking some time out of his day to talk some football with us. Big thank you to you guys. If you're still here in the live chat, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel and share the ducks dish podcast for me. But uh, that'll do it. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Duck's Dish Podcast.